hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live, on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio. And we have live on the line with us, James Shaughnessy, owner of, well, co-owner, co-owner. Uh, owner, straight up owner, Bueller Fly Rod. Wow, Bueller Fly Rods, wow. And you guys have a great product and you produce a lot of them. So we, we appreciate you coming on. So, Thank you, John. Uh, last week we had... Uh, Ross reels on, and we were talking a little bit about there's becoming more of a crossover where the a lot of the conventional anglers are starting to get more involved in fly fishing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then we also mentioned that we'll talk about it after we take a break. But uh, a lot of the bass uh, anglers are finding fly fishing very effective, but. Um, but yeah, I think in a lot of different spots, you know, I don't know if that's because the ICAST show is combined with a fly fishing show and people are commingling. And mm-hmm. but, um, you know, I also see it down in Mexico where I, I do a lot of guiding down there, and you're starting to see a lot of the spin and bait guys bring fly rods along in the boat and start to catch topwater species with it. Mm-hmm. So, definitely some crossover going on, which is a great thing for the industry. Oh, yeah, it is. And Fly fishing is, is is certainly growing. I mean, it's been uh, it was kind of like the original sport. I don't know how long fly fishing officially has been around uh, the way we know it today. But you know, it used to be you put a string on a rod and you throw it in the water, and that's that's still not much different than what we're doing now. Not much. The materials have changed. You know, technology has brought us forward. You know, from using silk lines and bamboo rods. I mean, those things still exist. Uh, mm-hmm. But, um, you know, now it's a lot higher modulus graphites and, uh, you know, using uh, plastic-coated lines and, you know, floating lines and tungsten impregnated lines for sinking lines. So, you know, technology has expanded and allowed us to, you know, fish a lot different levels of the water and a lot right. of different uh, okay. types of water. Well, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and jump right into it, if you don't mind. Uh, you, are lis- you are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com and listen to it as many times as you want. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive. Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. 
For your outdoor adventure in the West, CalParksCO.com is required. CalParks has 24 prime locations for camping, fishing, or boating. Shasta Trinity Recreation Area is breathtakingly beautiful with all amenities, offering the best camping in California. California's largest reservoir, Diamond Valley, is just 90 miles from Los Angeles or San Diego, designed for an incredible fishery. At Silver Falls Lodge in Oregon, no need to rough it. Stunning beauty and first-class accommodations. Whatever your desire, CalParksCO.com has it. Founded in 1697 as the capital of Las Californias, Loreto, is a relaxing small Baja town with an international airport. Beautiful sandy beaches with snorkeling and fishing is available just in front of your resort. Old world charm, hospitality, and you will love the people and moderate climate. The Villa del Palmar at the islands of Loreto, a luxury resort on the Sea of Cortez, is hosting its first Dorado tournament the end of June. Very affordable, lots of prizes, and world-class fishing. Contact Fish Talk Radio or Villa del Palmar Loreto and get your team together. Many other activities are also available. Fly into Loreto and a van will pick you up. Enjoy the great fishing, golf, exploring, water sports, or the spa. The Villa del Palmar will give you the best Baja at surprising value. Enter the first Villa del Palmar Loreto's Dorado Tournament. Stay at the resort or we can recommend many fine accommodations. Villa del Palmar Loreto.com the East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have the pleasure of James Shaughnessy, who is the man at Beulah Fly Rods. Uh, James, how long has Beulah been around? Uh, this is our 11th year now. Okay. And you are, where are your rods made? We do custom rods. We build custom rods in Oregon, which is kind of how we started, and then we started manufacturing factory rods over in Korea. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do a little bit of both U.S. made and overseas, and um, we've been mostly selling uh, through retail specialty stores. And mm-hmm. we're going to start. Op- we're going to open up a custom shop here in the next couple of months. Oh, cool! Direct. Yeah. Well, just so happens I've got a at least one Beulah fly rod. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Um, you know what? What I would, how I would describe them is, you can pay a lot more for fly rods. I mean, I don't know how what the top end top end is, but um, you know, there's some big names that get big money. But yeah. as far as uh, quality and performance and value, uh, I don't, I don't think there's anything close to it. Well, you know, that's what we try to do. Is uh, we keep the company small and. Um, we try and, you know, we're not making uh, economy rods. We're making, you know, rods with the best possible materials in them that, you know, performance-wise compete with anything out there. But we try and keep the price as low as possible. So they're, you know, in the, the medium to low end of cost. But um, you're getting the the highest possible quality graphite and 
titanium guides and, um, you know, anodized real seats and everything you'd expect a $900 rod you can get for $500 from us. Yeah. Well, <laughs> man, that sounds like a lot. But like you said, is that if it's uh, if it does the same thing that one that's almost twice the price. The, yeah. other, the other thing I've, I've always believed that when you're buying equipment whether you know whether it's a a truck a tractor or a reel or a rod uh, if you pay too little and it doesn't do what you want it to do then you just threw your money away but but, but you can still you know get good value if you if you look around right and then there's every level you know beginner level rods we offer rods for under three hundred dollars as well that are again you know you could pay double that for the same performance mm-hmm. in a rod um, you know you just have to shop and see what the materials are in the rod and and you know what cast them with with people who know how to cast and fish and see what the performance is but um, you know there's every level okay. price point and performance rod out well, there James would you do me a favor and give me a tutorial let's go back to bamboo and then mm-hmm. and then find out what's happened since then. Well, you know, bamboo was uh, a flexible yet strong material that, that they could uh, bind multi-pieces together in a hexagonal shape, and it would make them lighter but super strong. Um, then as materials progressed, they, they started making fiberglass rods, which a lot of uh, spin rods are still made out of. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, that's a super strong material, uh, although a bit heavy. Um, but they, you know, with trout rods and things like that, you could still you could make a relatively light, uh, what would normally be a fragile rod, very strong because of that material. Then came graphite, which made all the rods significantly lighter, and still were able to have the strength. Not quite as strong as as a fiberglass rod, mm-hmm. but significantly lighter. You had the, you could do all kinds of flexes depending on the taper of the material that you cut, mm-hmm. um, and there was a fiberglass scrim that was used on the the fiberglass um, the graphite together. So, still a strong rod, but super light. Now they're getting into all kinds of new resins to use for that bonding agent, like using a, a graphite based um, resin instead of a, a glass based. So they became even lighter. Now we're getting into nano silica resins that are making it so that you can have the super, super light graphite material and the high modulus, and yet these nano resins get in all the nooks and crannies and make it so that it's super strong, a lot more powerful than even glass scrim can do. So they've come a long way to make, you know, feather-like fly rods, but yet super strong. Is that important? Uh, it's very important, especially, you know, when you get into the bigger species like tarpon or marlin or billfish, um, you know, when you're fishing salt water, sometimes you have to be casting quite a bit. You don't want to be, you know, hammered back and forth with a big heavy rod. And now you can do it with a light rod and still trust that it's going to, you know, carry through and get that fish to the boat. Well, the carbon and some of the nanofibers, um, don't they make the rod brittle? Does it break easier than a, than well, a fiberglass? Well, some of the high modulus, that, that is the characteristic of, of a high modulus graphite. And... But what this new resin has done is, they, you know, it's impregnated graphite. And so what this new resin has done is it's filled in all the imperfections, little air bubbles that can get inside the, the graphite weave. And they've made it so that it's, you know, super strong. We, you know, we did break tests on our rods. They're breaking, you know, compared to graphite rods from five years ago or 10 years ago, they're, they're breaking 30 to 40% stronger than they used to just because these new resins that they're using. Mm-hmm. 
Well, let's go back a little bit to the, um, we talked about the progression of fishing rods. What about the progression of fly fishing uh, overall, especially compared with uh, conventional fishing, conventional reels and rods? Well, you know, it used to be a, a fairly uh, trout-based sport, fly fishing was, and that, you know, that's why it came about, because you're trying to land a tiny, what, you know, imitate an insect that's floating on top of the water, and you do that with a floating line, and the only way to do that is with a fly rod, um, because you're not attaching a weight to the end like you would with a spin rod. But over time, you know, we, the, the technology and lines and rods has expanded that to, you know, now you can go in salt water, you can fish for species that are deeper using a, a tungsten impregnated line that's going to sink down. The rods are stronger so that, you, you know, if you built a 12-weight out of bamboo, you probably won't be able to lift it. You know, <laughs> okay. Where, with graphite, you know, now you have the ability not only to lift it, but to cast it all day long and bring in, you know, a 100-pound tarpon or, or a 100-pound marlin. You can do that now with a fly rod where, right. you know, and, and I'm sure that, you know, they did it before with bamboo, but it was a lot more difficult to do. Well, let's also talk about the subject of fly fishing itself. Um, when you're when you're trolling, of course, you just kind of put a line in the water behind a boat. Uh, when you're spin casting or bait casting, you know you're throwing at a particular target, then you wind it in, and then you try and throw it again. With mm-hmm. fly fishing, you it's get. Um, <clears throat> a little bit different and you're you're able to you know lift it up and put it right back out so can you comment on that right well i mean uh, again the my favorite part of fly fishing is when you're sight casting and target shooting and you know starting with a trout that's rising in the same spot to insects that are coming down the river and you can target shoot and if he doesn't take it or you haven't spooked it pick it up and toss it back and get a nice natural drift for it mm-hmm. and you can take that same technique and go into salt water where bonefish you're throwing you know they're they're nosing in the sand taking shrimp or crabs and you're you're mm-hmm. trying to lead them and and trick them with a little fly pattern doing the same sort of thing you're, you're target shooting for them mm-hmm. um you know there's numerous species you can do that with but, you know, there's also other ways that you can get fish where you're bringing them into you by bait switching using, you know, these live sardines like we do in Mexico sometimes, mm-hmm. bring rooster fish closer to the boat and keep them there for a second. And, again, then you're sight casting and target shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, marlin, some people will drag teasers and bait switch the teaser for a fly and then cast out the fly. Um but it's really, you know, sight casting is the exciting part of the sport. Right. Well, when you're talking about uh, fly fishing for a world record, there's certain specifics that you have to have. First of all, you can't be on a boat. You can't troll for a, a fish uh, on, no. on a fly rod. You, you but, can't troll a fly. There's all right. kinds of rules with leaders and how you weigh them. And that. My wife actually has uh, four rooster fish records. So we've been through wow. That. Yeah. Well, that's impressive. Um, yeah. You know what? If you don't mind, uh, I didn't really you know, want to impose on you, but do you have time to, to hold over to the next segment? Sure. 
Oh, great. Okay. Well, let's do that because I want to hear about <laughs> want to hear about that, and we're going to talk a little bit about maybe some saltwater fly fishing also. But uh, you are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com, and right on the front page, uh, you can tune in and listen to James, and we're going to find out a lot more about fly fishing and have some fun. So we'll be right back with you on fishtalkradio.com. The job that I gave her of cleaning all my fish. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. For your outdoor adventure in the West, CalParksCO.com is required. CalParks has 24 prime locations for camping, fishing, or boating. Lake Comanche has 54 miles of shoreline and three marinas west of San Francisco, known locally as Monster Lake because of the big fish in abundance. Lake Hemet is surrounded by the majestic beauty of tall pines and giant oaks in the mountains of Southern California, a majestic vacation spot. CalParks Company is your prime location for outdoor adventures in the West. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back motor trend truck of the year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive, Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. Said, bet you gone fishing all the time. Baby, gone fishing too. Bet your life, your sweet wife, gone catch more fish than you. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have James Shaughnessy. By the way, James, where are you located right now? Well, you know, I live in Oregon, and Beulah's 
based in Oregon, but I'm on the East Coast fishing for stripers in Connecticut and uh, up to Maine. Wow. So well, I've got a lot of fishing this summer. I was just in Mexico last week. Oh, really? Where? Uh, I was down in the East Cape. Oh, well, well I, I, by the way, I've got a trip put together for the beginning of November. So mm-hmm. if anybody out there is interested, but uh, I know last week they were getting some um, a lot of wahoo, and a lot of marlin, marlin, yeah. Did you yeah. your fly fishing? Did you get any billfish on the fly? We did. We got a nice marlin on the fly. We had a couple more shots, and uh, been kind of a, a different year down there. The water has stayed um, cooler, mm-hmm. and the rooster fish have stuck around. So we had a lot of you know usually they're they're gone by now, and it's Dorado all over the place, but. Yeah. Um, we had some good rooster fish action as well. Well, you know what? If you don't mind, let's talk about rooster fish and marlin uh, yeah. on, on the fly. Because, you know, rooster fish are, well, they're they're definitely a sport fish. You know, they are very interesting. They fight real hard. I think they're a member of the jack family. But they, yeah. they, they, are, they, are, they fight hard. And what's really kind of cool about them is that they tend to be inshore. And if you've got, uh, you know, you've got something in the water, it's kind of like a cruise missile. You see it kind of coming up on it, you know, and then and then you do the old switcheroo and yeah. fly in the water. Well, um, that's uh, one way you could, you know, this this year, in normal years, you'd have uh, sardines all over the place. And mm-hmm. there's nothing better than sardines for teasing them in close to the boat. But like I mentioned this year, the water was cold and they kept them on shore and we were having, you know, six to eight fish a day off the beach. Wow. Sight casting to them without, you wow. know, using teasers or anything, just waiting for them to come by. Um, and they were big fish this year. You know, they got, I saw some that were pushing a hundred pounds. Brewster fish? Brewster fish, yeah. There were, oh you know, gosh. a lot of big fish this year. 60 pounders were kind well, of common. A, a 20, 30 pound rooster fish is huge. That's a big fish, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I cannot even imagine a, a, something close to that. I didn't they know they were got that big. This year. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We hooked a couple that, that, you know, frankly couldn't stop them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, there, there, were, there were a lot of fish, and I think the big the ladyfish brought them. They're big schools of ladyfish this year yeah. and uh, kind of kept them in you, on the shore. Was that you, around. That's, that's the bait? That's the bait, yeah, mm-hmm. for for the big ones. That's what mm-hmm. the big ones like, and uh, you just kind of follow along those schools as they move up and down the beach. And eventually, if you're lucky, a big rooster fish will come in and attack them. And if you're, you know, right place, right time, and can throw that fly quickly, you can get it in the wow. in the school when they're in attack mode and hook one up. Well, let's talk about marlin. I don't think any catch those from the beach. No, but if there was a spot to do it, that'd probably be it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they come but, in pretty close. But the, you know, the process is. You know, you can well, you can you can do whatever you want just for fun. But if you're trying to go for a record, you cannot be under power um, when you're fly fishing. That's correct. That's correct. So the boat has to be in neutral. Um, like I said, there's a lot of rules about the the leader and the tippet. The bite guard can only be a foot long. Your class tippet has to be at least 15, 15 inches long. And I, I believe the biggest uh, line class in fly fishing is 20 pound test. Mm. Um, so that that makes things difficult. Um, well, yeah, you got a hundred and fifty pound fish on twenty pound test. That would make it difficult. That yeah. takes a while. Yeah. yeah. So you know, but you know, basically, 
you, you can bait and switch them and that, you know, it takes a, a whole orchestration of things to happen. But, uh, you know, you're trolling a, a skirted bait or something like that to kind of give it color that matches your fly. Mm-hmm. And when the marlin comes up and starts slapping at it, the boat's thrown in neutral. The, the hookless teaser is pulled it as fast as you can, and then the fly is thrown out on the other side of the way. Mm-hmm. Hope that marlin turns on that and takes right. it. Right, right. It's the old bait and switch. The bait and switch. Yeah. And that's, uh, we, we, we got lucky last week. We got a nice one on the fly. He's yeah. A, a big pink popper, so it was fun. Wow. Uh, anyway, we started talking earlier about the... Uh, the crossover effect where a lot of conventional anglers are starting to realize that fly fishing is a very effective way to catch fish. Yeah, effective and fun. I mean, that's, I think, what it boils down to is, you know, I'm not saying that bait or spin, everything has its challenges. Um, And I think you just, it's a different challenge when you're using a light rod and and light line. And uh, it just adds adds to the, uh, the spectrum of, you know, techniques you can use to catch fish and just, you know, keep the fun going. Hey, if it's, if it's getting easy on bait, change it up, make it a little more, more difficult, try something new. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I say I, I'm not at, uh, uh, certainly not an expert uh, fly, fly angler, but I know that there was a friend of mine, Pat Wardlaw, that uh, his, he's a purist. Mm-hmm. And which means that he doesn't do anything, ex, you know, except tie his own flies from artificials. And mm-hmm. we've gone out fishing for calico bass, and we had a. He's getting he's getting up there a little bit, but he can still throw it, probably a hundred feet. But uh, the, you know, I would use live anchovies, mm-hmm. and he would throw a fly, and yeah. he he would outfish me two to one every time. <laughs> So it's well, like, that's, that's yeah. good numbers. Yeah, yeah. I, I find that there's an advantage to it with rooster fish sometimes too, yeah. because you know they're moving so fast and they see so well and check things out that you have the advantage of pulling that fly out of the water and only presenting it when they're in attack mode and getting it right in front of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, where sometimes if they're if the rooster fish are you know on one side of the boat, you've got to drag that bait around them. You have stand a good possibility of scaring them with the boat, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, or, or reel it in and pitch something out to them. A fly, you can do it really quick. So it, it, the process that we're talking about, we mentioned it, but let's kind of go over it real quick. So you're on a boat, and you might be trolling with live bait or teasers. And when it's like I mentioned, the rooster fish, it's, it is. It's kind of like a... a uh, torpedo or cruise missile, you can just kind of see it coming with a comb on top, mm-hmm. and as it starts getting close to the, it starts getting close to the, uh, uh, to the to the teaser, the bait. You yank that out of the water and throw the fly right in front of it. But and then in the meantime, you have to take the boat out of gear. Yeah, I mean that's with roosters. That's a more un, it's less common technique. You know, usually, like I said, it's sardines. Or, um, you know, my favorite is getting them from the beach, just sight casting to them right off the beach um, where you're not using anything. You're just kind of in their environment and, you know, they're following the school of ladyfish or something like that. And you're following the school and you can time it right when they come in and attack those. You're, you put your fly in the right place. You know, it's, it's really knowing how they're, 
they're acting in the water and what they're after and knowing, you know, the tides and where they're going to be at certain times and, of course, a lot of luck. Now, but, when, you know, if those things don't happen, you've got you've got other tactics like bait and switch and using live bait to bring them in. Now, when you're talking about surface casting, uh, are you using an ATV or do you walk up and down or what do you do? Uh, you know, a lot of guys use ATVs. Um, I've got a Jeep. Um, I, my, my favorite is just to go out in a spot where I know they're, they frequent. Um, a, a lot of times it's a point where there's a steep drop-off and, and you've got ladyfish moving up and down along the beach. I like to just br- put up a shade and bring a cooler and a chair and, and sit and wait really? for them on that, that oh. spot. Yeah, because, you know, if you pick the right spot or if you know a beach that's got ladyfish moving up and down. Mm. Well, but you were talking about East Cape and the Bay of the Palms. They've got like five miles of flat, sandy beach. And there you it's go. Beautiful. That's a great environment. Yeah, and it's it's perfect for an ATV. Yeah. Uh, even though you're not supposed to do it, but we're not going to go there. Uh-huh. Well, it's, you know, like I said, if you, if you can find a beach that has ladyfish on it or bait mm. moving up and down it, you really don't need to chase them like that. You can just mm-hmm. find their spots after years of going there that I know where these fish are going to be mm-hmm. and it's just dependent on the tide and, and uh, well I know you spend I, I know you spend a lot of time in Mexico but when you're fly fishing what would be your your let's say the top two or three preferences of what would you like to go after well rooster fish number one and uh, I live in Oregon I steelhead fish um, so that would have to be number two but you know that's pretty much how I spend my time going from rooster fish to steelhead um, <laughs> and I'd fill, fill in the, the cracks with some stripers on the east coast and uh, maybe some trout fishing. Well, you know, when you when you make uh, fly fishing rods, you got to make sure they work, right? That's right. A lot of RGs <laughs> take place. There you go. <laughs> No, no, that's awesome. But uh, anyway, it, it does, as, as we kind of come back to again, is that there a lot of conventional anglers are coming to find out that fly fishing is is uh, certainly, um, in a lot of cases, more effective. And even we are talking about uh, last week about uh, the bass anglers. Uh-huh. And apparently in the tournament, you can use whatever you want. But the rod has to be under eight feet. Right. So, the fly the fly rods are starting to come out with fly rods just for that bass form that are mm-hmm. under eight feet. Oh, okay. So are you doing any of those? We're actually we have a couple in the prototype stage right now mm-hmm. for that. Okay. So, so just just for tournament fishing. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Well, because it was said it when you're when you're throwing uh, you know, bass fishing to me it's like, you know, you throw, you, you cast a thousand times to catch two fish, but if you can, if you can just lift up the rod and reposition uh, the the fly instead of cranking it all the way in and then casting it back out again, you can cover a lot more territory. Right, and uh, you know, if you're a lot of times bass will take surface stuff. Um, I don't know how else you're going to fish a surface plug. You know, well, I guess you can throw some surface plugs like that, but fly, you can make some great fly patterns that are skate on the surface like mice or frogs and things mm-hmm. like that Okay, um, that have some amazing action. So it's, it's a great great way to fish like that. As well. well, I think you got some people excited. You got me excited, especially about those rooster fish. And, <laughs> it's a fun and way to fish. Like, there you go. Okay, yeah. well, we're going to have to go to a break, so we appreciate you, you coming on and spending all that extra time with us, James. And that is Beulah Fly Rod, so it's, was it B-E-U-L-A-H? 
Yep, Beulah Fly Rods. You can see us at BeulahFlyRods.com. Perfect. All right. And it's a great rod, great value. Thank you, James. We'll be Thank right, you very much, Tom. We'll be back with you on FishTalkRadio.com. Founded in 1697 as the capital of Las Californias, Loreto, is a relaxing small Baja town with an international airport. Beautiful sandy beaches with snorkeling and fishing is available just in front of your resort. Old world charm, hospitality, and you will love the people and moderate climate. The Villa del Palmar at the Islands of Loreto, a luxury resort on the Sea of Cortez, is hosting its first Dorado tournament the end of June. Very affordable, lots of prizes, and world-class fishing. Contact Fish Talk Radio or Villa del Palmar Loreto and get your team together. Many other activities are also available. Fly into Loreto and a van will pick you up. Enjoy the great fishing, golf, exploring, water sports, or the spa. The Villa del Palmar will give you the best Baja at surprising value. Enter the first Villa del Palmar Loreto's Dorado Tournament. Stay at the resort or we can recommend many fine accommodations. Villa del Palmar Loreto.com if your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive, Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. There's a crack in my cup from getting kicked out on the street. Stuck in a jam and I'm sucking the clam. I jump all over here. What I have in mind is a wet in the line. Please, I'd rather be, I'd rather be fish. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio. And we have a special surprise guest. We have the Grizz. 
Uh, I'm sure. Hey, gonna... John, how you doing uh, up there? Everything going good down here in Mexico? Well, from what I understand, you've been a pretty busy guy. Yeah, John, I've been working pretty hard lately. Uh, you know, we took over the travel channel down here. I'm in mm-hmm. Mexico City right now. And uh, headed to Guadalajara next week and just having a great time. Yeah. No, that's great. Well, it works out pretty well because you've been working hard and I've been hardly working. That's where it always has been all my life that I've known you, John. <laughs> but we have a very special guest uh, also on the line. Of this. We have Kevin from Soft Science. And uh, you're in Colorado, aren't you, Kevin? I am. Yep. Longmont, uh, Colorado. Right. And we've got some stories to tell. When uh, two weeks ago when I was in Alaska, Kevin sent me some soft science footwear and I haven't probably haven't taken it off since then. I'd even sleep with it. No, I really don't. But uh, yeah, I bet you do, John, because you're too lazy to even take a bath. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You can take a bath with them on. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, you can do it with or without. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> when the ones that what do you call them the the mesh uh, ones the fins. fins yeah yeah, but uh, anyways, wearing those on the boat in Alaska, and you know they people wear deck shoes and stuff, and they do get wet, but not that wet. But what I found out is that even when they're wet, they stayed warm. Yeah, if you get if you get fish blood or whatever it is on them, um, you just rinse them off. Well, that sounds great, John. I'm so happy for you. Yes, yes. So anyway, let's. Uh, I'll tell you what, Grizz and Kevin. Why don't you guys go ahead and and have at it? And I'm going to sit here and listen to you. Now, the problem is, is that Kevin's had a difficult time getting some a product down to you, but I think he's figured out a way to do it. I did. I figured out we have, now have a distributor for all of South America that will bring in inventory and, and stock it. And we'll take care of Mr. Grizz. We've got, uh, I've got it all lined up and, uh, we'll be able to get him, uh, the shoes he wants. And, uh, we're actually, uh, just, uh, we just finished, uh, a, a trade show in Orlando called the ICAST show, one of the largest fishing trade shows mm-hmm. in the world. Oh, that's and, the one. Uh, our booth was, it was overwhelming. It was more than I could have ever imagined. We had uh, everybody from freshwater fishermen to saltwater fishermen, and we just launched two new shoes. One is a flats wader that has neoprene upper, so when you're walking into the flats and you get rocks and shells and all that other stuff, uh, it keeps the uh, keeps that from coming into the into the shoe, and it's it's almost like a speed shoe, like because it's so lightweight and drains water so fast, it, it just enables you to really get around in a nimble way. And then we also launched a new uh, wet waiter for uh, for fly fish. So both those shoes were were, were just have gotten tremendous response. We're going to be in in many stores coming up. We just had meetings with uh, Cabela's and Academy. I've got Shields Sporting Goods. Uh, we've got upcoming meetings with Bass Pro and the rest of them. So it looks like we've got a pretty expanded distribution in that. And, uh, and we're well, widely considered the most comfortable shoes. But now also they. they um, they are the most slip-resistant shoes you can have when you're on the boat. So uh, many, I heard many stories of people coming back, uh, having to clean their boat and other shoes. They would slip and fall, and, and ours were, were holding them tight, and they were thanking us for that. Well, man, you know, that sounds really great because down here in Mexico, we really need something like that. Because, you know, I fly fish the flats. I'm out in the 
yachts. Uh, I'm on the beach. You know, I'm everywhere in it, and that's one of the biggest problems. And what I found to be the best thing for me is just go barefooted because I don't find a shoe that works. Well, and, and that, but, but you're going to have some problems with that, right? You step on a shell the wrong way. I have problems the all the time with that. Yeah, it's probably because yeah. you're, you're your feet are too big, Chris. No, they're not. He, <laughs> he even has my size. Yours are bigger yeah. than mine, I think, John. We, we did. We're, we're taking care of Mr. Grizz. But it's, uh, you know, we want to be, our focus on fishing is to is to allow you to fish longer. And, and our theory is if your shoe, your, you know, there's going to get water in your shoes. So we just want to keep the debris out. We want your shoes to drain fast. And we want your shoes to be very, very comfortable. And, and podiatrists have tested our shoes. And what uh, they tell us, that, and this is the research coming back to us, is we're the only shoe out there that really distributes the pressure of the foot evenly across the entire footbed of the shoe. So you don't have any pressure points, which cause you to in an uncomfortableness. And what that means is it takes the pressure off your ankles, knees, and hips so that you can fish longer, whether you're on a boat, you're on a soft flats, you're, you're fishing under on, on, on a rocky stream. Uh, and one of the nice things also about our trillion-based composite material that we use, it just eats up those rocks. So if you're fly fishing in a, in a Rocky Mountain stream, you're stepping on light rocks. A lot of times the other wader, wader boots will start to, to give and take and go uh, right or left and put a lot of stress on your ankles. Ours don't. It's almost like just, they just roll right over the rocks and keep your foot stable and allow you to fish longer in a more comfortable position. Well, it sounds really great. Because you're talking about, you know, when you're out in a, in a rough water like I am a lot, out in blue water that gets rough, <laughs> you know what? You need something that's not going to slip and fall because it's hard enough standing up sometimes. <laughs> it so, is. You know, having it shoes is. like that, you, you almost need to be like super or what do they call him, Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, you need, you need yeah. to be like a gecko. <laughs> One of our key so captains really and one of the spokespeople for the company is a guy named Rick Murphy, and Rick uh, is a, has a, a couple fishing shows, and uh, he is also a very competitive uh, bill fisherman. And what he tells me is that, you know, unlike any shoe he's ever tried, that the, these shoes really grip to the boat, and when he comes back, he really appreciates them a lot because they're always cleaning their boat and getting them ready for the next tournament. And, and uh, he tells me he slipped quite a few times wearing other competitors' shoes, and has yet to do that in ours, so that's a that's a true testament to, to our product. Yeah. Well, you know, Kevin, Charles and I have a policy. If the fish is under 400 pounds, we fight it standing up. So believe me, a shoe is important for us. Oh, my I mean, gosh, you're, absolutely. You're those, you know, and we do. That's been uh, my son and I's policy forever. If he's under 400 pounds, we're going to fight him standing up. If he's over that, we're going to sit down. So we depend on shoes. We depend on things that we don't slip with. Then, when right. you, you know, when you get those tunas in the boat, you get uh, that slime from the tuna in the boat, and you got another problem of, you, you know, you're like ice skating in a yacht. So everybody needs those kind of shoes, not only for comfort, but for safety reasons. 
Absolutely, absolutely, and and not knowing you did that, I have a whole whole new pound of respect for you, Mister. That's awesome. <laughs> no, it's it's true. Of course, uh, never mind. I won't go there, Chris. But <laughs> <laughs> well, John, you see me stand up there and fight those big fish. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I've, I've, yeah, I've seen you get two hundred, two hundred fifty pound fish standing up. Wow. Yep. Wow. Well, that's uh, that's a testament because I went fishing after the ICAST show just to do some product testing for us, and we caught a number of large uh, redfish, and uh, none of them were over uh, 100 pounds. But uh, those red, things, redfish, like 100, your, wait a minute, redfish. Uh, I'm red sorry, snappers, you, I guess. you said redfish and at 100 I, pounds. I call them redfish. Uh, they're probably red snapper. Oh I, yeah, right, know, right, okay, uh, right. I'm not going to be correct on this. Yeah. But, uh, went out with a, a little charter group and. Uh, uh, I, I can tell you, some of those I was I was shocked in. It was like doing a, a deadlift in a gym. Mm-hmm. I'm just sitting there pulling that thing up, and and uh, you're right, Grizz. Uh, you want a shoe that's comfortable and it can lock you to the to, to the floor of the boat, and uh, and doesn't pull you over, have you sliding from one side to the next. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah other thing is that we, we I I keep talking about this all the time is when you buy a piece of equipment, whether it's a rod, fly rod, conventional rod, reel, line, uh, or cooler, whatever it is, um, if you pay too little for it, then you wasted your money. Now, the soft science shoes, they're not cheap, but they're not, you know, they're not like 200 bucks, you know, for these designer stuff. They they are very reasonable. That's correct, John. Uh, we uh, all of our shoes are under a hundred dollars, and we figure that's the key price point because you know you want you want uh, we we see some of the shoes and the technology in these shoes, and we want to not only meet them and exceed their technology, but with our materials, it allows us to build shoes that uh, function properly and keep the keep the cost reasonable. And, yeah. and some of the shoes out there today, you know, they're going at one hundred and fifty to two hundred dollars, and and as we've tested them and. And as our, uh, our kind of our pro staff, if you will, attested them, we perform so much better than they do, and it, it's just tribute to our material. Yeah, well, I'd say we're about out of time, but uh, uh, also I like the insert because not only does it work well, it's also easy to remove and washable. And you know, I you know, I don't uh, you know, it's like somebody like Grizz with their feet stink, then they can. <laughs> Damn, well, you, you, the good over, thing is, John, we are an antimicrobial surface. So even yeah. though the fungus and uh, and the bacteria may get there, it won't won't uh, won't your shoes won't smell. Now his feet, I can't say yeah. much about. Ziggy. Grizz, I'm sorry. I just can't help. I just can't help myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> you miss me. That's what it is. Uh, I know. We have a together for a while. You're right. I got to go down there soon. Anyway, it looks like we're coming to the end of this session. So, uh, you guys have been great, and uh, we'll see what we can uh, see what we can do. So, you are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Please go to fishtalkradio.com, and you can listen to this show as many times as you want. Yeah, you can too, Grizz.
for your outdoor adventure in the West, CalParksCO.com is required. CalParks has 24 prime locations for camping, fishing, or boating. Shasta Trinity Recreation Area is breathtakingly beautiful with all amenities, offering the best camping in California. California's largest reservoir, Diamond Valley, is just 90 miles from Los Angeles or San Diego, designed for an incredible fishery. At Silver Falls Lodge in Oregon, no need to rough it. Stunning beauty and first-class accommodations. Whatever your desire, CalParksCO.com has it. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world-famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Always buy quality, and you will not be disappointed. AO Coolers, the lightweight, soft-sided cooler, will not disappoint you. Easy to carry, less room on the deck, and more efficient. AO Coolers fit the product inside for more performance. Once you try one, you'll want more. You will be proud to own one. AO Coolers outperform bulky, hard-shell, and lesser soft-sided coolers. For types and how to find yours, go to aocoolers.com. Available at West Marine. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have the Grizz uh, on the line with us. And I'm, everybody that's ever listened to Fish Talk Radio before probably knows that. And we have Kevin from Soft Science, uh, a company out of Colorado that uh, manufactures some great equipment. I think we lost somebody. Um, so who's still there? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Grizz, you still there? Kevin, are you still there? Well, it looks like I'm going to be talking to myself, so let's try that again. Uh, we're going to give Kevin a call back. Um, you know, the, you know, it's those. I, you know, I think it's the Russians that are hacking into our phone system, Mark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, anyway, we're just talking to Kevin about a, a tremendous product, and as we mentioned, it, it is a piece of equipment that you need to have in your arsenal. 
Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, Can you go back? Okay, we're going to get uh, Kevin back okay. on again. Here we go. <clears throat> uh, Kevin, you still there? I am. I am. I just kind of, kind of disconnected. Yeah, I know. As I said, I think it's those Russians hacking into our system. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, I love gremlins, dude. <laughs> but anyway, I was just mentioning that, uh, you know, soft science is a piece of equipment. And, you know, it's something you do need to have in your arsenal uh, that is, you know, first of all, um, how well it works, how long it works, and the value, of course. And I, right. I believe that I haven't had yours long enough to know how long they work, but I suspect that they're going to be around for a while. Well, I, I, they will. And I, I can tell you that I think that um, uh, you'll find our shoes wear better than just about anybody's out there. Our material is called Trillion. And it's a, uh, a closed-cell polymer that mm -hmm. is uh, injection molded, but it does under low pressure. Mm -hmm. So it forms like a, a really uh, a kind of a condensed almost foam, if you will, a foam-ish foam material. Mm -hmm. And in the wear test we've got, they outlast just about any other shoe on the market. And, and the great thing about them is they get softer. So as you're wearing these things, the materials get softer and oh. they become more resilient so the the, the the hundredth day you got them on, it's it's even better than mm -hmm. the first day you put them on. And most people tell us they're the most comfortable shoes they ever put on the first day they put them on. So yeah. you can just imagine uh, how how good they feel after after you continue to wear them. Mm -hmm. Well, yes. Well, you got different ones, uh, and the I don't. What do you call those ones? Basically, walking shoes, the black ones. Yeah, those are the uh, the we have a men's and women's light walker. Uh, yeah. You know, kind of uh, we made them initially for the pediatric uh, crowd uh, for people that had diabetes or they had plantar fasciitis and, and they had foot problems and and then we wanted those folks to be able to to walk and be active uh, without having the foot problems. You know, and and those those. Uh, those those issues are, are very oh, no. painful for people. Yeah, so no, uh, are... we made a, a walker shoe for them that's that's, that's comfortable and and, uh, uh, and and we've done very well with folks that want to walk or do light exercise. But now, but, yeah, but, 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 but they also too. but they also work in water and they're also uh, slip resistant. Absolutely, all of our materials are slip resistant. You know, one of the markets that's been doing well for us is also the food service market. We have, uh, oh yeah, uh, we have both the front of the kitchen, the the front oh, waist staff, and the yeah. kitchen staff are wearing our shoes because these folks are on their on their feet all night, right? They're running around, they want a comfortable shoe. They don't want to pay a fortune for it. Right, it has to be slip resistant and it has to perform well. Right, and uh, we got mm -hmm. some programs we're working on with Cisco and U.S. Foods. Wow. to more broadly distribute these products into uh, into wow. food service. Yeah, no, those are those are the ma major suppliers in the restaurant industry. That's uh, interesting. Well, we certainly appreciate you taking the, a little bit of extra time, and we're going to have to bring you on again real quick, and we want to hear more about the, the new products that you've got coming out. Absolutely, and I'll be uh, sending some information on our new products, and, and as we get distribution, you know, you can go on softscience.com and take a look at our shoes, and, and, and uh, some of our new stuff isn't up there yet because we're just getting them stocked, and uh, we do, you can also go on Cabela's site and plug in Soft Science and, and okay. see uh, the full so, array of products. Perfect. And, uh, uh, so that's, have, uh, we invite uh, people to take a look. Softscience.com. We appreciate that, and... Oh, sorry about that. Uh, anyway, thanks again, Kevin. We appreciate you coming on. Go to fishtalkradio.com. Ready. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. You gone fishing.